welcome back to the regular exclusive podcast with Jace and Renee as your hosts. As always, we wanted to do a quick update uh, on what we're going to be doing here on the podcast, essentially with all the the strikes that are still going on, all these asshole <laughs> executives <Studios. laughs> that are just... All I know is fuck all of them and they better just fucking give the fucking people what they want. They're working hard. They deserve it. You guys are making millions off this. Okay, don't get me started, but <laughs> we're still going to be active, basically, is what we're trying to say, even though movies are getting pushed back and we're all confused. We don't know what's what. Yeah. You know, usually, you know, what we're kind of doing is we're hitting movies not as soon as they release. There's there's a ton of people to go to already for that. We're hitting them, you know, more so as they're coming to streaming. Since we don't know how long this uh, drought's going to be, you know, um, we know that there's going to be A24 films because they're awesome. Yep. Them and Neon are the only two studios and, that will be putting out movies for 2024, I'm thinking. So, yeah. hey, so, we're, we might have some good stuff to, <laughs> to cover, but it, it'll be tough to kind of fill the gap. So that's why yeah. we're not doing all new shit anymore. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be having fun. We're going to be getting creative, getting weird, watching some older stuff, watching some less older stuff, some kind of newish stuff. Um, but yeah, we just kind of want to lay it out so that, uh, you can kind of know what to expect, but we're just going to keep trying to do what we love to do. And that's just have fun watching movies. Exactly. And I, I think I've said it 10 times, at least on the pod, but I'm watching so many movies every week all the time. I've just, it's cause there's just so many on my watch list. It just keeps growing. I just want to watch more and more. So starting, I think this next week I'll be doing, a weekly post on our social media with like three movies that I recommend for the week, because mm -hmm. I'm sure that I'm not the only one out there who's always looking for new stuff, <laughs> specifically horror, but some not horror. So I'll kind of vary the recommendations up, but you'll be getting at least three recommendations from me on the social and you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, and yo, know, we would love for any recommendations from y'all. So mm -hmm. uh, if you're on, on our socials, slide into our dms tell us what you're watching and uh, yeah we'll just kind of take things as they go fuck yeah we're just gonna be flying by the seat of our pants but hey it's gonna be fun same old show some new shit some old shit but it'll be good yeah well it's all just a game and so let's let's take a little break and talk about game night which good god it's the best tonight we're taking game night up a notch Oh boy. Mm. Someone in this room is going to be taken, and it's going to be up to you to find them. It's a murder mystery party. Whoever finds the victim wins the grand prize. You're not going to know what's real and what's fake. Wait a sec. You can't just come in here and break the door. Oh! What's the real? Elvis, please, kiss me. Guys, make sure you get a piece of this cheese. Yeah. It's oh, just the first one that follows us gets shot. Okay, Roger that. You drive safe. We are talking about, well, me and Renee consider this movie a masterpiece that is Game Night from 2018. It's a perfect movie. <laughs> That's just, that was my top note for like the first 40 minutes of this movie. Is, it's just a perfect movie. <laughs> I don't know how they did it. It's just perfect. Everything's perfect. That's exactly what you texted me after you watched it. You're like, just watched it. Perfect movie. No notes. <laughs> A hundred out of ten, honestly. It's like it's just too perfect. I don't know how they nailed it. Every little thing works perfectly. If you change one thing, maybe it would be off. But I think just whatever they did, it's just everything is amazing. There's no explanation why this movie went as hard as it did. Like <laughs> Yeah. There's no reason because it definitely didn't have to. And it's one of those movies that like I have never heard anyone talk about it. Mm -hmm. And so when me and the wife just were like, oh, we like Jason Bateman. We like, you know, Rachel McAdams. Like, oh, it's the it's the guy. It's it's Winston from New Girl. Like, we yep, love I, was gonna say, I always think of him as Winston, <laughs> even though I know that's not his real name. But he will always be Winston because he's yeah. just too perfect. Yeah. Um, then we watch it. We're just like, this movie is incredible. How did we never hear about this movie in 2018? I did go see this in theaters, I remember, with some friends. And we really enjoyed the movie. But there was these people who sat like on either side of our group. So it was weird. 
and like there was no one else in the theater and they were like so fucking loud that it like we were just like not as high on this movie Fuck as we should have been people they ruined it and so then it took me a while and then i finally rewatched it and i was like Fuck this movie's incredible. <laughs> I mean, every fucking scene is great. There's it's so funny the whole time. The ending is wonderful. They just also, I think, as someone who loves to have game nights with friends, I think this is just the ultimate movie. Yeah. Well, I was surprised considering I've never heard anyone talk about it. The movie was made on a $37 million budget and it did uh almost 120 million worldwide. So when I watched this before going to imdb i'm like this movie must have kind of bombed but like it didn't bomb it did mm -hmm. it did pretty well so I, i'm just perplexed like this movie's so great yeah i mean i guess people must have seen it is the great thing so like i just i was happy to see that and also i did support it in theater so at least that was me but good on you yeah good on me but also this movie just is so much fun and i feel like maybe now it wouldn't have done as well like dungeons and dragons did that do okay i don't know it's the same team mm -hmm. no so i mean dungeons and dragons did pretty well but it also was a very expensive movie to make exactly. so like it did over a hundred million dollars in the box office but it costs over a hundred million dollars to make so yeah so it's like this movie at least made that's what i'm wondering like why are there not four game night movies like why are there no sequels i mean obviously I maybe it's got because it's got like fucking rachel mcadams and jason bateman as the leads and they might not want to do four more movies but they might really <laughs> like the paycheck honestly <laughs> it would it would be a challenge to like figure out how to innovate on 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 the sequels for this like how do you change it enough you got to do like, like a one of those really intense like horror like haunted horror houses something like yeah, that they'd have to or, do like an um, escape room yeah or... Or an escape room exactly something like that where like and something where like it's going to be insane balls to the wall shit where it's like yeah. but then obviously something worse happens so maybe like jigsaw really does capture them <laughs> yeah. i don't know i'm just spitballing here but you're right <laughs> maybe what's great about this movie i mean they really do hit almost all the games there's a lot of games like mm -hmm. represented so it's not like they picked one and did a theme with it like clue it's like literally everything is kind mm. of encapsulated so i just think it's so fucking well done i'll watch anything by this writing directing team <laughs> they're incredible i want to ask you do you have a, a favorite game for game night oh yeah there's a few but i would say i i've Code names is probably my favorite. Code names is great. Code names is so much fun, and actually, I think the first time I ever played that was with you. Yeah, it's one of the best. It's so much fun. Did you know there's like even one you can play online for free, like with friends? I'm like, are you kidding me? This is even better. But it's like one of my favorite games to play because it's like it's really hard, but it's like fun, and you can just play it a bunch of times. It's always something different, you know. Mm -hmm. But I just find that that one's always super super fun. What about you? Uh. Codenames is great. Um, big fan of Settlers of Catan. Ugh, really? Isn't that just like a fucking like risk or something? <laughs> nah, not quite. It, I mean, there's elements of it, but uh, that just sounds like I, I mean, do, how long does that take to play? Uh, depends on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's yeah. right. That's that's too long. <laughs> too fucking long. A game of code names, thirty minutes, maybe an yeah. hour tops. <laughs> you know, it's about thirty minutes. So. I kind of feel like, I don't know. I just can't take the long games with strategy and shit. That's too much. I, know, I, I think the classic, though, is is the first game that they play uh, with all their friends and the brother of just like one word. You have to get people to guess the word mm -hmm. without like saying charades it. or not yeah, charades, I guess. But I'm, for, I'm forgetting what that game is actually called, but like it's fishbowl or something. <laughs> yeah, something like that. I'm really bad. I don't like any games where I have to like act things out. I'm really terrible. Like I'll be like. Like I got one that was like vodka and I was like, okay. And I went into the kitchen and I just grabbed a vodka bottle and I'm like this. <laughs> and they're like, you can't do that. And I'm like, I didn't say anything. Oh, <laughs> I my, didn't speak. <laughs> my worst is anything that you have to draw something. That's, yes. That is that's tough. my nightmare. <laughs> yeah. It's really hard, especially like, I feel like some of those things that they give you to draw, you're like, how the fuck would anyone draw this? Like, I don't even, it's, this should be a simple game if I'm having to draw shit. You know, you remember Cranium? That was kind of a fun game where it oh, kind yeah. of had all the different aspects. That, but I yeah. hated when I would get like a math question. I was like, <laughs> oh, great. But it's like, you know, or something like, I guess, um, what's the movie one? Seen it? 
That one oh, was always my favorite for the longest okay. time. Uh, of course, seeing it would be our favorite, you know? Yeah, it's the best. <laughs> it's like a movie one. So even better. Yeah. I like a lot uh, of games, I guess, is the thing. But like <laughs> the part when they when Jason Bateman was trying to get them to guess Edward Norton, that physically hurt me. I'm just yeah. like, oh, come on. <laughs> but I honestly am like the friends in that one because I'm like, the, when the, especially when he says the Incredible Hulk, because I'm like, what? And I'm like, so I, when they're like, yeah, Eric Mark Bana? Ruffalo, Eric Bana, it's like, no, no, Lou Ferrigno, no, the other one. It's like, ah, uh. and then it's like, Edward Norton. It's like, oh, yeah, but that's the worst movie to say. Like, you got to say, like, what, the Italian job or like fucking fight rounders. Round, no, but yeah, I, thought, fight club. I thought rounders last night. And then I was like, oh, yeah. And then, you know, Ocean's Eleven. I'm like, no, wait, I'm just going with Matt Damon now. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm getting favorite, mixed up. My favorite part in that bit was when he's like, "Primal Fear." He's like, yeah. "Richard Gere wasn't in Primal Fear." Wait, the Richard Gere was the Incredible Hulk. Oh, that, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's like, no, of course not. <laughs> it is pretty great too. Like all the different things, I actually really enjoyed the very beginning when they're trying to do. They're doing the same game, and they like she points to the friend named Will. And there he does. And then she's like, uh, she's like single, overweight, unemployed. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's, like, it's like, no, his name is Will. That was the because it's like he is acting out like, will you marry me? But he starts yeah. with Will. And I just thought she's like, single, <laughs> overweight, unemployed. Like, what the fuck? And then when when they get engaged, she's just like, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> that guy's great. I really do love it. And he's also oh. kind of like it when they're at the bar and it shows like how, you know, Rachel McAdams and Jason Bateman meet. I'm like, I'm like that guy where she's like, this is not a game. And he's like, no, but it literally is a game. Like, that's <laughs> me. I never get like super competitive about this shit. I'm just like, you know, it's we're just here to have fun really <laughs> so i would honestly probably hate max and annie the main you know the main characters in this movie in real life for how competitive they are but i love them in this movie uh, this is fun huh are you having fun no let's get the bullet okay let's get in there and get it nice and small nice and small baby yeah, yeah, tiny, teeny. <laughs> that's not small that's really big too big Way too big, baby. It's a bullet, not a grapefruit. Sorry, this is my first time. I don't know. Oh, there's so much blood. <laughs> no, no. Don't you start doing that. No, you're going to make... <laughs> That's a good lead-in for us to just get into this amazing cast that they're working with. Because, oh my God, everyone is funny in this movie. Yeah, it's just the perfect cast. Like they have great chemistry, which I was I think I saw in the trivia that they actually played like some real game nights between them like before they played the, did the movie, so I love that. Went real method with it. Yeah, which like is fun for this. It's not like, you know, I'm Jared Leto and playing the Joker and I'm sending <laughs> dead rats to everyone. It's yeah. like this is like, oh, this is fun bonding and I feel like you can really tell they all feel like they're really good friends. It kind of you know what I mean? And then also, yeah. yeah, how is every single person funny? There's not like one like person who's just like not funny. Yeah, there's no weak link. Like they're all yeah. just great. <laughs> I know. And it's like the cast. I mean, just starting off with Jason Bateman and Rachel McAdams, you're like, OK, now I got to keep up with those fuckers. And then you get like <laughs> fucking Jesse Plemons in here who just comes out of nowhere and steals the movie, in my opinion. Jesse Plemons, like this is this is his bridesmaids. Like this is his Melissa McCarthy moment. Why isn't he in more comedies though? Because he's doing serious stuff. Good for him. And he has pretty much, I mean, I don't know what else I guess if he's done any comedies besides this, but he's so fucking funny in this movie. And I just I don't know if anyone else could play that character. I feel like Zach Galifianakis would have like played yeah. that a while ago, but like I don't know if he even would do it as good. Because I, Jesse Plemons does it so serious. Like, you don't really see him break character yeah. really at all until he's like, oh, I was I was doing this to fool you guys. But like, he's literally just so dead faced. <laughs> well, and it's a combination of him doing it just totally straight. And then also the directors just making great choices like me and Sarah laugh the entire time the first time we meet him and he's holding the dog at the mailbox and just the slow zoom 
throughout him talking is just the funniest thing ever. It's so <laughs> ominous and weird. That's the thing that's great about it is that they really frame all of his scenes as like a serial killer. Like he's so creepy for so long. And even when he makes a joke, like later when he's like, then again, I'm not the best judge of chemistry in the world. <laughs> and it's like just the most awkward moment because everyone's like, <laughs> like what? And then that fucking idiot Ryan is like, oh, because your wife left you. <laughs> <laughs> and like little things too, like when he's like, oh, where's the bathroom? And it's like, oh, it's down the hall um, right across from our <laughs> my bedroom and just the yeah. way that he does it it's like god it's so and then the shrine all of it is so creepy but like for some reason it you laugh still because yeah. it's so creepy he's doing it great but it's like there's such humor to it i don't know how he pulls it off because he's acting so serious it's incredible and just like he, he's always investigating detective like three bags of tostitos scoops He's <laughs> like, oh, there's there's a sale, you know, buy three get one three get three free. It's like, how how could a company make that a profitable? He's like, how is that profitable for yeah. Frito Lay? Yeah. <laughs> it's just so goddamn good. It's just oh man, he's so fucking funny, and like the way that he talks too is like really weird like the things that he says like i've always enjoyed the camaraderie of good friends competing in games of chance and skill it's like what well, <laughs> everything he says is so funny and then he gets his action scene later on like he dives across the, the, he the, across the fucking hood it's so good and then i was so sad because it's like then it's like oh he got shot and then like you're like oh my god he's dying and then i love that like he gets them to say, we'll never, like, we'll never believe you out of a game night ever again. And then it's like, haha, it's like he was faking it and he was the reason. But then I still love that it does turn out that there is still really bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just so fucking good. I, that, I was like, Gary's like insane. And if somebody did this in real life, you might be like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> But it's it's kind of perfect. And it's the perfect way to get through to these guys. Like they're they're going to buy some Gary stock after yeah. that. Well, and it's great because, like, the way they set him up, like, we as the audience, we are totally on Jason Bateman's side. We're like, yeah, I wouldn't want to hang out with that guy either. Like, no. I've, I've met that guy where we hung out one time. Is like, we can never see this person again. <laughs> and especially if it's, like, the way that they have it with, like, oh, they were more friends with, like, Debbie, his ex-wife, yeah. and then she left. And then it's, like, just crazy, though, that he's their next-door neighbor still. Yeah. And it's, like, so fucking funny. And the dog, too. Like, the dog is, like, the perfect pair with oh, him. God. It's just Amazing. all so good. He's incredible. I think he insanely like, just comes out of nowhere and steals this whole movie. Even though yeah. he's not in it as much. So good. Which is impressive too, because this movie, it, like everybody's hilarious. Everything's so good. Like the main cast, should we talk about mm -hmm. them? Well, I was going to say, you mentioned bad guys. We also got a nice little cameo visit from one of our faves, Michael C. Hall as the Bulgarian. I got some Dexter vibes. Did you? I got, I, I, I thought, I was like, he went full Dexter for this role. And he even did the forehead poke. That's what I was going to say. Dexter, he did it. Yep, when he's like, just this one. And I was like, yeah. he even did it in like that way where it was like, all of a sudden he did it. It was like, yeah. move quick. And then he was like, being like really creepy, but like funny. And yeah. I was like, that's Dexter. And then even when he's like, they're like, you want to let all these people go? And he's like, they didn't do anything wrong. And I'm like, Dexter, hey. Yeah. That's some Dexter shit. Minus when he was like, let me cut open your stomach. I was like, oh, my God. I really hope they don't show that. I know well, this movie's not like that. But yeah. like, like, I I don't know. I'm sure we'll talk about it with more of the, the rest of the movie. But it, it kind of has like all this different stuff in addition to oh, just yeah. comedy. So I kind of was worried there for Dexter or for <laughs> that Dexter's going to go full like insane. But and then Kyle Chandler, too, as Brooks, the brother, is oh, yeah. kind of perfect. So like he's just such a smarmy asshole. I would never have thought of Kyle Chandler and Jason Bateman like being able to pull off being brothers but then like seeing them next to each other like yeah I, I could totally see it <laughs> I know and then I do love that whole joke the whole time where it's like you didn't happen to see another guy come in here he looks like me but he's got like you know like sharper chin better cheekbones and it looks like a better looking guy <laughs> 
not it's, like, it's not how I would put it, but <laughs> just everything about it is just it's like even the doctor at the beginning, like, so what about it, your brother is that makes you feel so emasculated? It's like, are we talking about this right now? <laughs> but it is funny. I never would have put them together either, and they really just are perfect. Like the chemistry is there, they feel like brothers. And it yeah. is totally that whole thing where it's like almost a competition, but like not really, but you are automatically in competition. Yeah. Your siblings. <laughs> yeah. And, and I thought Kyle Chandler, he pulled off like, you know, he essentially was, pl- he was telling people he was a venture capitalist, like a cool. I invested know, in Panera. So- <laughs> They're like, you didn't invest in Panera. Oh, well, I ate at Panera. <laughs> Like he pulled that off really, really good. Yeah. And he was kind of like the broy version of it. And I thought it was funny because he was in a show with Joseph and Joseph Gordon Levitt on Showtime uh called Super Pumped. And in mm-hmm. that show, he played a venture capitalist, but he was like a real venture capitalist, not not the bro one. So I was like, I thought he did a really good job yeah. of being like, oh yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, Silicon Valley guy. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, and then when you find out he's a total burnout idiot loser, you're still like, he's still cool though. It's like, it's weird. And then like, even I do love at the end, it's like he learned something, but not really because he's like, yeah, I sold that egg like for like three million dollars, and I'm like, he's like, all those people are going to die. He's like, well, I gave them all a heads up for ten thousand (laughs) apiece. Like, I kind of love it though. It's <laughs> oh, fucked man. up, but like pretty hilarious. Well, and then a very, very small character, but I loved her, <laughs> was the doctor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> the fertility doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Asking him all these personal questions too. <laughs> the, the, the doctor's like, talk, try to get him to talk about his brother. <laughs> and she's like, so Cain Nabel, you know, the Baldwins. Oh, your brother? Is is he single? Would your brother be open to getting a cup of coffee with me? Me and my husband, we're on a trial separation. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. I love it. And then like I love that Rachel McAdams is like, oh yeah, like totally. Oh my God, I'm sorry to hear that. And he's like, who? Like he's like, how do you know this stuff about our doctor? <laughs> Which is weird because I feel like normally you would not. So that was just like it it threw me off when she did that. And then I was like, yeah. that's hilarious. And I do love that it comes back. This is yeah. movies very much like a Seinfeld or Kirby enthusiasm, which yeah. I always love as like there's little things at the beginning that end up coming back around. Everything just comes back around full circle and it just feels nice. Oh, yeah. There's a bunch of stuff. Like even like the bungee cord story. <laughs> exactly. The bungee cord, the doctor. The fucking charades thing. Even I think that's what he says I, when uh, she's like, ask when Annie's like right by the thing and he wants her to turn on the belt with like the, the box yeah. on it. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. she's like, can you charade it to me? And he's like, charades, that's some cute full circle bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, that's adorable. So I mean, yeah. And then also like shout out to everyone else. Cause like Billy Magnuson plays Ryan and I thought he was he, so fucking He funny. is so good. Me. My Sarah's favorite part in like the whole movie is when uh, uh, Lamorne, uh, Lamorne Morris, Kevin, and uh, and then uh, Kylie Burnberry are in the room, like looking in the office, and then mm-hmm. he's like closing the door. He's like, "Oh, we gotta go. Love you. Talk to you later. Bye." <laughs> <laughs> like just, just the and then, like puts the fucking table in front of him. <laughs> It's so fucking good. He's hilarious. Also, the scene where he's like slowly sliding the money over when they go to the place to bribe the woman. And he's like, it's like so fucking slow. And it's like $17. It's just like, she's like, it doesn't matter how slow you push it out. It's not going to be enough. The the be- the thing that makes that whole scene, he's so funny is he's just oh, yeah. slowly pushing, but it's just everyone else's faces as they're watching him do this. They're like, Are you serious? And then like they look at each other, like it's just all She's of their faces. Like, oh my god. Are so funny. Fun fact <laughs> the pregnant woman with the bullet hole who's like they get scared that they like, she she terrifies them when like she wakes yeah. up because they're like, What the fuck? But she was just at a murder mystery party. That's yeah. um, Jordan Peele's wife, and she was pregnant with their child when she did this movie. So, oh, uh, yeah, I didn't realize that they were together. I, yeah. I recognized her from Brooklyn Nine Nine, but yeah, Chelsea Peretti. And I, I did not realize for a long time, and then when I, I learned that a while back, and so when I saw her in this, I was like, oh yeah, 
That's and so I love funny. that they're like, who would order a fucking pregnant corpse? She's like, I, I'm actually pregnant. This isn't part of it. <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, who yeah, wants a Bill- pregnant corpse at the party? <laughs> yeah, Billy Magnuson is great. And I, and I feel like this was like one of his first like l- movies that like he was a, a pretty sizable character in like one of the main characters. Um, yeah, he's probably I think he's just been smaller roles, but he's always been like like I I only have seen him in the Aladdin live action and he was hilarious in that movie and he's a very small role but like really memorable and funny. Um but yeah, I I think he's great. He'll probably do more shit. He should. He's fucking hilarious. Granted, I know this script is so good, but I do feel like a lot of it has to do with the performances too. Yeah. He's really good in uh in a short-lived show called Made for Love with uh Kristen Milioti Miliotti. Um, oh yeah from uh fucking what's that Palm movie? Springs. Palm Springs, one of our favorites. Yeah. He plays like a tech billionaire and Perfect. like he's obsessed with her and it's really funny and really good and yeah, he's great. I would I would like to check that out. He's really good with um Sharon Horgan who plays Sarah in this movie, the chick <laughs> that he brings from the office cuz she's actually smart. Yeah. I love her, and we loved her in The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent <laughs> as Nicolas Cage's wife. She was hilarious. Mm. I love her. I think she should be in a lot more stuff. She's great. She's Yeah, she's fun. I, they are so good together. And they like, have good chemistry, weirdly. Like, they keep just, like, being dicks to each other, but then, like... <laughs> Like, he's like, you're wearing lipstick on, like, you're wearing date lipstick. She's like, no, I'm not. Then he tries to, like, touch her mouth. And then she, like, she bites, bites him. And he's like, what the fuck? He goes, hey, there's lipstick on my finger that you bit. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> They're cute. And then also, like, Kevin and Michelle, like we were saying, the dude from New Girl. And yeah. um, they're just really funny. I love their whole thing and like trying to figure out the celebrity that she hooks up with. The whole <laughs> yeah. Denzel Washington bit is really great. And I love that you finally figure out it's not actually him. And when they realize that after she he like is like, let me lay it down for you. This is not him. And I just also I think the what makes it so good is he does the best Denzel Washington impression. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> he does such a good Denzel impression. Like he could be a fucking if he looked like him, he could be a Denzel impersonator. That voice, he was just nailing it. <laughs> uh so good. And my some of my favorite moments are with Kevin. Like whenever like the ongoing bit of glass tables not breaking, he's like glass tables are acted weird today <laughs> yeah it's like what the fuck i do i do love that i mean this cast is just incredible i think if you had changed any one of them it would have been weird and i'm yeah. pretty sure actually they originally had somebody else in mind for um rachel mcadams role and i was like that seems weird because i feel like i don't know i just couldn't imagine it I- I don't know Without who her. could have done that. It was Amy Adams. That's who they had the original choice for. And I'm like, I like Amy Adams, but I think Rachel McAdams is so fucking funny in this movie. Yeah, it would have been different. I, this is maybe my favorite Rachel McAdams movie. Oh, like it, it's up there. She's done. She's, I mean, she's done so she, many though. That's not that, That's not saying anything about her other movies. She does. She's. I, I love all, all of her movies, but she's so funny in this. Like. There's just so many moments, but like the two that stick out to me is first when um, at the end, when the guy is holding her up it, in I front of the jet engine, I have kids. He's like, not with an ass like that. And she's like, oh, thanks. Thank you. <laughs> then, like you get sucked into the engine and then she's like, yes. Oh, no, he died. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wait, whoops. I but, love that. Oh, but then like. And we'll get into into it more in a little bit later. But the bullet shooting scene when they're taking the bullet out outside of the gas station, like everything she says when she like lays out all of the tools yeah. that she got is hilarious. But then just when they're trying to find the bullet and they're like, oh, my God, did you get shot twice? <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh, God. That's the exit. <laughs> oh, it came 
out. <laughs> I really love when they're like, you need to cut like a small like incision in like both sides of it. And then she like starts cutting it and then goes like hella far down. And he's like, too much. <laughs> he spits the chew toy out of it. It's a <laughs> way to stop. So I'm like, yeah, why are you going all the way down his arm? I do love that though. She's so cute. And she's like, they didn't have rubbing alcohol or hard liquor. So I got you this lovely shard because I know, which I know you like. And he's like, way to pivot babe <laughs> that whole thing is just really cute and then the gagging when they're gagging like i get that too but it's like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so goddamn funny they're incredible i just their think chemistry is so off the wall man so I, mean, good. I feel like the age gap is is pretty standard for hollywood it's kind of yeah. weird but like they their chemistry is undeniable they were they yeah. were so good they're so good and even like at the, I mean, it just, I love too that like every time it's like he's trying to save the day and it never works out. And so she always saves the day. And I just love that because it's always like she's coming in and just fucking saving shit. And I just, yeah. I love that. And like they do actually a pretty unique thing in that like they, they establish them as the core couple. And also, I'll, I'll say for me, I really was like, they're perfect for each other. Like, this is a great love story. Yeah, and there's no real, like, I mean, the only conflict that they have is, like, the Do they want to have kids? Of, yeah, and it's not like, oh, we're lying to each other about something, and it becomes this big, stupid thing. It's like, they're pretty upfront with each other and tell each other the truth about everything. Yeah. You know, it's, like, not this annoying, stupid thing that's, like, I feel like most comedies or anything with a romantic couple, it's like, there's got to be at some point where somebody fucks up and then they're mad and it's this yeah. whole thing they don't do that they don't separate they're like a team the whole time yeah. i love that i also i didn't realize i guess like once the like bad guys come in and like the real ones and they fucking like are fighting him i love how casual they all are they're like don't follow <laughs> us and he's like drive safe <laughs> don't worry <laughs> <laughs> we'll be good and they're just like this cheese is incredible yeah. but like even just then it's like i kind of thought all of them were gonna go out together so i loved how each of the couples split up and yeah. then they still were just so like the chemistry for each couple i think was just incredible each couple yeah. felt like a they were a real match yeah they were great also rachel mcadams was i think flawless in the whole bar scene where she thinks the gun is fake. And yeah, so she's just so like goddamn good. waving it around. Yep. It's like, all right, how do I put my hands up and my head down? Yeah, like, all right, exactly. you get no child's pose. Yeah, I love it. And then they don't know. She's like, oh my God, let me show you. <laughs> she's so fucking good in this movie. She's definitely like a standout because she doesn't do a ton of comedy. Like she's definitely done comedy, like romance, like romantic yeah. comedy had funny moments for sure. But like, this was a full-blown comedy, like yeah. really not a big romantic thing at all. So Yeah, like she wasn't the love interest. Yeah, thank God. I'm tired. Like, don't Dr. Stranger, you know? Like, yeah. she's fucking Rachel McAdams, okay? Like, God, give her her due. So should we go then, through all the different, like, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say just a little bit on Jason Bateman. Jason, Jason Bateman is just Mr. Consistent. He's always mm -hmm. great. He uh, he's, like one, he's like one of those actors that he he's like a perfect partner in a comedy mm -hmm. you know like he, he's not this big giant personality he he's just a straight guy he's, he's the guy he's who just who who just says funny things and has funny reactions yep. and and he's perfect <laughs> my favorite thing jason bateman does in this movie though because i feel like i never hear him yell very much mm -hmm. is when it's the whole like a uh, dog and blood and office sequence. Oh yeah. And when when the dog knocks over the little like figurine yeah. <laughs> like it breaks and he's just like no. <laughs> they, they, they hear it from down the hall. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That whole part is so great too. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about it, but yeah. you're right. Jason Bateman doesn't get enough credit for how fucking funny he is. I don't know if you watch the or like listen to the Smartless podcast. But like he's so fucking funny. Like, is that the one that he does with Will Arnett, and it's mm -hmm. like the black and white and Sean Hayes? Yeah, they oh. do like that's like the live episodes, but they do like a regular podcast too. So it's like those are just like the there's episodes on HBO of like their live ones. But oh, they okay. are so goddamn funny together, and like Jason Bateman always gets me because he does play everything. He's always the straight guy with like that. He doesn't 
like he's not over the top or so yeah. comedic with what the way he's acting. It's very much like reactionary and like just your every man, but like he's hilarious and he's <laughs> yeah. so sarcastic and the way that he delivers lines like like when Michael C. Hall throws the knife at him and it's like right in the bullet hole. I'm just like, I cry every time because I'm just like the way he says, right in my bullet hole. Really? And then like falls over. But I'm just like, I love that he's not even screaming at the pain. He's just like mad, like right in my fucking bullet hole. Also, too, I think Gary like throws the popcorn on his hand and he's like, ah! Yeah. He's like, oh, I love popcorn. <laughs> It's just like because he's always pretty restrained, I guess, is what we're trying to say. Yeah. He's very restrained, but fucking great. It's so good. So, yeah, but yeah, let's, let's, let's switch over it. Yeah, let's hit the beats, go through some of the scenes because this the different genres and styles of of work that they do in these scenes in this movie is just unbelievable. So Oh, it's easy. It was an uh, incredible hole. Eric, Eric Bana. Other one. Mark Ruffalo. Other one. Lou Ferrigno. Primal Fear. Richard Gere never played the incredible hole. Time. Jesus Christ. Ed Norton. Oh, oh shit. Primal Fears. Fear. Oh. All right, so let's just let's just go through some of the sequences in this movie because it's unbelievable. Like the scale of this movie is absolutely incredible. Like it starts off with a friendly game night, then escalates to kidnapping to car chases to car inter- and plane chases yeah well yeah car and plane taken chases. three supposedly is what they're what it turns yeah. into by the end <laughs> i mean there's international drug lords like mm-hmm. crime yep. lords there's like a faberge egg which i probably <laughs> was not expecting but rich you know, so- rich society fight club yeah the rich guys <laughs> fight club which i love that they're like it's real um what's what's really cool about the scale is that like i feel like also the details that they put into all these different sequences because i just found this out from the trivia i didn't realize this i think i probably would have i picked up on it on a couple shot or scenes but i'll mention it as we go through the movie but they use like literal games to go like or throughout the whole entire movie the characters use games to navigate the plot so oh, interesting any of the overhead shots that you see like this is just something just to start off with but they start with that when they kind of zoom into the neighborhood i love that real overhead shot like that's a real neighborhood but they filmed it a certain way to make it look like miniatures like the game of life so yeah do those big aerial shots it's like the game of life and i just was like oh. little things like that and then i'll sprinkle it in as we uh go through <laughs> the sequences because they're really fun and some of them i never would have known <laughs> yeah i i love that shot uh, where it looks like a game board and then like it zooms in and turns okay. into the into the into the live action but throughout the whole movie yeah there's like like little transitionary scenes where it looks like game pieces moving mm-hmm. on a board and i yeah i'm just like that's so creative and i love it i know it's like those little things and then they literally have like games built into like scenes so it's just fun and i i feel like that's something you should be on like alert for when you're watching a movie called game night is like oh how many game references but like these all slip past you because you're just yeah. like, this movie is so much fun. I'm not even looking for that shit. Well, and this movie just never stops. Mm-hmm. Like the pacing of this movie is incredible. Mm-hmm. You're right. And there's no like third act mess or whatever. It's like the third act, like the ending all the way up to the ending. And even the post credit scene is just fucking <laughs> 10 out of 10. Yeah. As you said, perfect. No notes. No notes, but we're still talking about it. <laughs> so, I mean, the opening scene, not the not the they meet and get married scene, but the opening scene where we meet all the characters. I think that's a perfect introduction to the characters that you are going to be with for the next 90 minutes. <laughs> And the way that and, they all like sneak into the house. But my favorite is that like, of course, because Ryan just comes with some random girl every week and she just like climbs in through their window, like in a horror movie moment. It's like a jump scare. And yeah. then it's like when she climbs in, like, I just love that Jason Bateman's like, can we help you? <laughs> like, <laughs> like She's just climbing and she's like, no, I'm good. <laughs> it's like, what? It's like and then he real, comes through. <laughs> it's like it's a real night of the living dead situation. In here. I just really enjoyed that whole part because I was just like, I would be like, I just love that he's so casual. Like, can I help you? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like they they establish um they establish uh what's his name? Billy's character as like the single guy, uh, Ryan, as yeah. Ryan is like the single guy who just brings a new girl every time. I love and, the like how disinterested it. they are in all the games. <laughs> I love her like 
where did you find her? A TED Talk? And he's like, no, Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> or that Rachel McAdams thinks it's like the same girl that he brought last week. And they're like, no, different girl. Same exact look and same voice, though. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that then... one worked at like Forever 21. <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, like then they introduce uh, Kevin and Michelle as like the the established couple, but from you know, like junior high school, it sounds yeah, like yeah, the the high school sweethearts, or like junior high sweethearts, um, yeah. with some problems. Like they establish everyone perfectly, mm-hmm. and then they establish the brother Brooks, just disregarding all the secret <laughs> sneak in shit and just like fucking driving that noisy ass <laughs> car there. It's yeah. so great, and then it's yeah, because so they're all like. They're all trying not to get Gary to notice. But of course, that guy's probably just fucking watching out his windows with binoculars at all times. Yeah. So I so, do love that. So then we go to the to the rich, the rich house, get yes. Brooks's house where we get the fight scene. Yeah. Where I was not expecting. I was like, I saw the trailer. And so I knew the premise that, you know, they go to a game night and they think it's a murder mystery, but then an actual kidnapping happens and they all think it's part of the game and it's not. And that's, that's a brilliant idea to begin with. Mm-hmm. But uh, then we get the fight scene and like, it's a full blown choreographed fight scene. It's incredible. <laughs> like it's really good shit that like, you know how when we were talking about dungeons and dragons, which is done by yeah. the same guys. And I'm like, the action sequences were so much fun and exciting and like clear as to what I was supposed to watch. They weren't like just messy and just CGI. So I love that this was like a really well choreographed fight that like went through the whole house and the backdrop of them not giving a shit is incredible. Like if they were really watching, I'd be like, this feels a little bit too real. Like why would they be damaging all of his shit in his house? Like that can't be part of it. They're just like, have you had this cheese? It's just amazing. <laughs> I just love that so much. It's so fucking funny. That whole part is just really great. And then surprise cameo too from fucking Jeffrey Wright as the like yeah. actor playing the FBI guy. I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck? That was perfect. <laughs> perfect casting. Now there there is a little bit of logic flaw that I that I feel like when they reveal that those guys are part of Gary's plan. It's like that fight seemed really intense. To, to like, I mean, these guys are real criminals, though. So they're not like the other actors. So they're like, probably like, perfect. This is great. I get to do this for real fun. And I bet you Gary's like, they'll know if it's fake, right? Like that you got to yeah. make it real, which is just <laughs> fucking hilarious to think of Gary orchestrating that shit. But you're right. I just I really love it. It's so fucking good. And then it goes. Then they all kind of split up and start doing their own things. Yeah. So yeah, then then everyone kind of splits up a little bit and we get some really funny scenes of all of the different couples like figuring out how are we going to win this game because they still think it's a game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's one of the things I was going to point out was that um, when Kevin and Michelle, like we talked about it earlier, when they get locked into the uh, the room by yeah. Ryan and he's like, oh, I'll see you guys later. And then when they try to escape from the room, it's like they're playing Jenga by like stacking all the things on top of themselves. And then also as like throughout the movie, they're trying to figure out who she, what celebrity she slept with. They're playing like either guess who or 20 questions. Oh yeah. Little things like that. I was like, Oh wow. That's great. I never thought of that. I, the whole Jenga thing that makes a lot of sense. And one of my favorite lines is when he's stacking everything up and and then Michelle's like, it, your tower's not stable. (laughs) And then Kevin's like, I'm not stable. (laughs) Love that. That was perfect. <laughs> that was the perfect response, honestly. <laughs> Which actually is then goes into then when probably just a whole great sequence from front to back is the whole scene at the bar when they because I love yeah. that Rachel McAdams thinks to or Annie, excuse me, thinks to fucking track his phone. That's genius. Yeah. And then they get there and like they take the gun from the guys and like hold them all up. And they're playing same Simon says, which is like she says what to do, and then they have to do it. Oh, so I was like, that's another one because I was just so distracted by like her making them sing, like trying to sing along with the song and like like dancing with the fucking gun and like <laughs> quoting Pulp Fiction. Like she was just doing all my favorite things, and I just yeah. I was like obsessed with her in that part, and I was just really into it. <laughs> I was totally went 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 over my head. And I love when they're like, let's this this whole thing is staged. Like let's let's order a drink that only a real bartender would know. Can I get? A vodka 
tonic. <laughs> and he's like, nice job, babe. I'll have a Harvey Wallbanger. And then I love it when he gets it because he's like, I don't know. I just realized I've never actually had one of these. So I don't know what's, what's in them. But this is really good. This is a tasty drink. <laughs> <laughs> that bartender is probably just like, what the fuck? And it's hilarious. It's just so hilarious because we know that it's real. But it isn't really, actually. It's still fake, technically. Yeah. But I, and then it just leads to the whole part where she actually shoots him. And then we get the whole bullet removing part, which is like operation. Well, that, yes, th- that I did. I did think that operation mm-hmm. before we get to the, to the bullet removal scene. I, there's a quick shout out. Um, the car chase scene. Mm, yeah. Like the camera work on that was amazing. I was like, this is like an action movie. Like they did the whole setup of like cameras, like right on the cars like mm-hmm. behind them. Like, I don't know if there was a car right behind them or if they had like a, a, I don't know, some sort of thing attached to the back of the car, but like it looked legit. Like it was a real action scene. I was like, wait, is this a comedy movie? <laughs> yeah. They kind of pepper in stuff where you're like, there's like so many good jump scares at the beginning that I'm like, is this a horror movie secretly? Like is this <laughs> a horror comedy. And then it's like, Oh, okay. Wait, is this like an action comedy? And then it's like, no, it's not. It's all of the above. It's just like a great little mix of a little bit of everything on top of a movie about games, which yeah. is just, it's incredible that they were able to kind of pepper all that stuff in. Yeah. And then we get to the to the bullet removal scene, which is maybe one of the funniest things I've ever seen. The Just squeaky that whole toy sequence is from the supplies <laughs> she get, and then she gets like a like a home goods magazine. She's like, "Oh, this is just for late. This is not really." It has a corn chowder that I think you really like. I know you love corn chowder. He's like, "I do." <laughs> it's like they're just so cute, and like her touching her phone with her fucking nose the whole time, and like like slicing his arm so fucking like low. It's it's crazy. Like I love that whole sequence, and I love that none of it was necessary. <laughs> Maybe like, the most fucked up part of it, but it's so goddamn funny. She's like, "All right, I found a tutorial." on how to remove a bullet. Uh, it's from an alt-right uh, website, so we're just going to ignore all the racist stuff. <laughs> yep. It's like, I love the apply anesthetic. And he's like, we don't have that. She's like, all right, skip that step. <laughs> but it's like the Chardonnay, too. It's just all of it. I love the when they're arguing about her go, her phone going to sleep, and he's like, don't be afraid of your phone. Go yeah. Get into the settings. <laughs> just, like, what are you, Steve Jobs? Like, how do you know how to do all that? <laughs> I love that. Don't be afraid of your funny. phone. It was a very like real kind of thing like yeah. a couple would get into when they're doing that. Um, and then and then just the gagging back and forth is just incredible. <laughs> it's just like like I was like, these two have so like have have they done it? I was like, how have they not done like five movies together? They seem like they're like really great chemistry. Seriously, yeah. And then just like the yeah, the squeaky toy, like she started like it's just so funny because we've all seen this scene in a different movie but it's played super real like they have never been fun nine times out of ten it's not fun they're like what if we took this scene but did it with normal suburban people it's like (laughs) Like, this is about how good we could maybe do with it and i even love like the little thing later when he's like babe i think you sewed my wound to my shirt (laughs) How did that happen? But it's like, that would make sense. It's just so good. Like they're, they do seem just very realistic people who are trying to figure this out and they're doing terribly because they didn't even need to remove the bullet. It's like, (laughs) did you get shot a second time? I love that whole, like just the whole bit. This is a scene that like, I would love to, to see the screenplay for, or like Mm -hmm. a table reading for like, what was written in like, like him him spitting the chew toy out and hitting her to stop like because well, she keeps that part it just always gets me so I'm like why is she cutting all the way down his arm she's gonna kill him like, that's, that's too far and like they're still like talking <laughs> kind of sweet to each other it's too far babe it's too far and then it's just like too far <laughs> so fucking god. funny god i love that i feel like they're it's they're just too good with this movie i'm like i want them i know that they're both with people in real life and have families but (laughs) i want them to be together (laughs) so then we get to game night at gary's yes which is so fucking good it's just the amount of like awkward tension i'm like this could be like something from like curb your enthusiasm or the office with like the awkward tension with how fucking funny it is it's so uncomfortable (laughs) 
God, yeah, and Jesse Plemons just is is being the the cringe lord. Oh my god! <laughs> and then you have Ryan. You you said earlier Ryan having just like some of the best dumb things, <laughs> like oh, because you and your wife got <laughs> your, wife your wife left, left you. <laughs> and then I love that he's like about to go check on Jason Bateman, and then Sarah's like, "Tell me about Debbie." <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh, that was just the fucking move. That's why he brought oh. her to game night. She's goddamn smart. Well, and then that whole sequence with the, the computer and the blood, like it's just it's just a how oh, can no. how can this get worse? By the second. It's <laughs> like if he's he destroys at least five different things in that scene. And all he's supposed to be doing is just using the computer. It's like the white Gary has a lot of white shit in his bedroom yeah. and the white dog. And it's all covered in blood. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like every decision that he makes to try and make it better just makes it worse. And so it just keeps us worse. And I love that they ended the scene not with him actually resolving it or like finding something. He's just like, fuck it. I'm out of here. <laughs> just like, there's we gotta go. To do. We gotta go. <laughs> so goddamn funny. I literally, I mean, any scene with Gary is always just some of the best, but. I also enjoyed the whole like next scene when they go to like the rich guy fight club. Oh my God. And they're like, like, he's like, it's real. (laughs) And like they play hot potato with the egg trying to like escape from the party. Oh, the hot potato one take style. scene, Unbelievable. I remember watching this the first time and I'm like, they, they do this in this movie. What? Again, not the movie you'd expect a fucking one take. Like, they did this in Dungeons and Dragons. And I'm like, this isn't a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. You know, like, he's not, this isn't like a master of his craft. But, like, they're just fucking pulling that out in game night. I love it. It's yeah. Like crazy how, they're like, they're like, that shit you do in serious movies, we're going to pull it into here. Or, like, that yeah. shit you do in action movies, we're pulling it in, too. It's just, like, this weird hodgepodge. But it all works. And it's that sequence so is so good. Just because it's like everyone popping in and out of the frame and like, it's yeah. just masterful the way that it's, they execute it. It's great. It's so engaging. And, and mm-hmm. that so unique because nothing is engaging anymore with like action and stuff like that. I think it's so CGI heavy that like yeah. something like dynamic and like real and like so cool like this is just but so much like- fun to watch. Yeah, and like well, and the big thing, yeah, is like the practical effects of it. Yeah. Like you, like you see that you see this kind of stuff in like John Wick action movies. Exactly. You yeah. don't see this in a in a comedy about no game nights. Thank <laughs> like, you. Yeah, I'm like, who would have fucking thought that we'd have not only like uh, that whole really long fight earlier, really cool shots panning throughout the house, yeah. like that was intense. That felt like something from like a John wick or some shit. And then you come here and you're like, what again, we're getting another one of these scenes. That's <laughs> fucking awesome. But it's also like, you're laughing the whole time. Cause there's still, that's the thing I think really that just is with this entire movie is that everything is clear. Like it's all comedic, even yeah. those bits that seem like they wouldn't fit or like things that seem like it's more serious. It's like, it's all just funny. Like Gary is like the thing that would have been way creepier probably yeah. if they didn't nail it. He would have been like, yeah. this guy's a fucking murderer. And like, he probably <laughs> would have been, but like the way that they do it is like, there's this weird sweetness to Gary, even though he's so creepy. Yeah. Well, then you also have a great self-aware moment with Kevin where they're watching the fighting. And then everyone, I guarantee like everyone in the theater was thinking this. And then Kevin's just like, this is some Django Unchained shit. (laughs) It's literally got me too. Because I was like, that's exactly what I was fucking thinking of. Because these, I mean, this movie came out like what, five, six years after that. So because I think that was in 2012 when that came out. So I'm going to look it up. I want to say I'm pretty good with remembering the year for a movie, but I could be wrong. Yeah. 2012. My streak continues. <laughs> I would say, yeah, then that's just crazy because like everybody still remembers that. I mean, it's obviously how many movies have a scene like that. So yeah, <laughs> it's kind of memorable and really fucked up. And I just love that. It was like, they threw that line in. Cause like they're smart. They know that's what we're thinking. And I yeah. love that he's like the one to call it out. He's just perfect. Well, then we also get the the Denzel and Michelle story. That's <laughs> which, always so fun. I do love it because that guy's really like a Denzel lookalike in real life. Yeah, 
I mean, obviously, like, you'd have to be looking like that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's like at first you hear her story and you're like, oh, like it kind of like feels like it's real and like the way that she's telling it and like the way that even the visuals kind of match her version. And you're, you're kind of like, they're like, we we couldn't afford to get Denzel. You're like, okay, yeah, that for this sense. scene. But then he like calls it out. And I love yeah. it when he's like, when he zooms in on the picture and he's like, see, the nose gives it away when you get up close, right? <laughs> and also like, what car did he drive? It's like, it was a bmw it's like three series or whatever and he's like Ooh. <laughs> yeah and it's like oh we had a, like a two-bedroom condo <laughs> and he was so cool he let me buy drinks and it's like oh my god and he's like it's okay baby it's okay well, it's like and it's like if you as as a person like if you if you fully believe that you hooked up with a celebrity like you would continue to just like try and justify or lie to yourself until you believe it like there would be like, no way that yeah did he tell you his name was Denzel? And I said, he's, no, he didn't say it, but I, like, I saw him and I said, I know who you are. <laughs> it's just so fucking good that when she realizes that it's not him, it's just, it's too perfect. And I love that that was like resolved in the movie. And then also is like, I don't know if everyone stayed around for the post credit scene, but you should because Denzel lookalike makes a comeback. <laughs> Have you seen that? Uh, I don't it's think like, I see it around this time. It's literally I, him and uh, fucking Gary's wife that left him, Debbie. It's like him meeting Debbie at the fucking gas station. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just so funny. And I was like, oh my God, I love this. Uh, <laughs> Again, yeah, yeah. another full circle moment. These guys could do like a whole fucking like, like Seinfeld, it feels like. Yeah. It's just very, very neat and tidy how everything wraps up and yeah, means something, even the small references. Yeah, they're they're good at planting the seed and then coming back to it. To water uh, it. <laughs> so then we get to the bridge scene. Which Yes, Gary is the hero sliding yeah. across that car. He's looking <laughs> badass. I really love that whole part. It's just so funny. And like, you're like, oh, no, Gary. And then like, I love that it's all fake. Thank God. But then he really gets shot. And I'm like, no, like, I just yeah. feel like I can't be. I was like, so glad that Gary didn't die. That would have sucked. Yeah, thank God. I was a, I, I was, I was wondering because yeah, we see him again at the end. I was like, wait, did he not die? But yeah, like they shoot him and then yeah, they they get him in the shoulder when the guys shoot him for real. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's the thing. But yeah, and then that's like a whole great sequence that I love too. That like, I like again why Jason Bateman's just like casual straight humor is just great because he's like. You know, I don't worry, guys. I got a really good feeling about this. And then the guys on the phone are like, So you want us to kill them all? And they're like, Oh God, what? <laughs> like right after he says that, it's just it's so good. A nice little homage also to Star Wars, where they always say, I've got a really bad feeling, and then something they end up yeah. being okay. <laughs> well, and then it, this also like I mean, this movie has a bunch of like red herrings. Kind of like like yeah, like, yeah, red herrings, mm -hmm. twists. And if if like you watch this in theaters. I could see like you believing this is the end of the movie, like where it's like, oh, I this, did, yeah. The whole thing was this, and they're like, oh, okay, wind it down, do that, and then boom, he gets shot again. And it's like <laughs> as soon as because you're like, oh shit, because he's like the Bulgarian, the egg, the witness protection, and he's like, what? What are you and, talking? And it's about? like, oh shit, it's real. And then Dexter of all people, I mean, it's just <laughs> the best. It's a great twist. And I was even more satisfied that it was Dexter. Because I think it's weird when, when Michael C. Hall pops up in movies randomly. I feel like he always does this where he's like a totally random villain that you don't see till maybe like later in the movie or something. And he's always really good at playing the villains. But I yeah. I feel like he, he should be doing more than this. I need him more in my life. I miss him. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so then we get to the plane scene. Which is just fucking from top to bottom. It's like you're already like this movie's been so much fun and exciting and entertaining and like amazing. How the fuck can they pull this off at the end? Because that's always where these movies would stumble, I feel like. Yeah. And they just nail it like the whole thing. Plus, it's like I love the whole thing of they're playing charades. And even he's like, yeah, this is some full source, full, <laughs> cute, full circle bullshit. Because It's like they're still playing it. It's just cute. And then also, like, I think, like I said earlier, Jason Bateman just trying to save the day but then rachel mcadams being the one to actually get the job done it's yeah. just wonderful <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny to to watch a comedy movie and you know you have your expectations of like what happens in a comedy movie and then like 
all of this stuff happens and you're like, well, this is just crazy. I've never seen a comedy movie like this. And then you get a full blown like car causing a plane crash. You're like, Take are we free. still in a comedy movie? This movie is a, yeah, I love that they dropped that. I'm like, and then he's like, that's what he does in Taken 3. Wow. <laughs> Taken 3 when he does that. Like, I didn't even think that that was possible. And I do love like it's like they got to take out the wheel, but it's like they do it the first time. And it's like he just goes right under it. It's like, like, oh, you, you missed it. Yeah. Thanks, babe. <laughs> so goddamn cute. But like, yeah, like, like, like we said, everything comes back around for the plane, like the bungee cord joke earlier about trying to blow yourself. And like just every little thing is just so fucking funny. Well, then Brooks gets <laughs> pulled one on me the first time I saw it where he's just like, and that was my game. And I was like, no. They are not doing this again. Just go ahead and get up, Trevor. That's what he says. And you like look at Michael C. Hall, and then it's like he's still passed out. He's just like, I'm just kidding. Wouldn't that have been cool? That would have been fucking crazy. I was ready for it though, because they kind of do that like three times before yeah. that. So you're like, oh, and then it's like, no, 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 this is actually real though. Like, I mean, Rachel McAdams, I think, sums up the movie where she's like outside the engine with that guy, and it's like like oh yes when he gets killed and then she's yeah. like oh no he no, died, he died. <laughs> like, oh wait i'm not playing a game this is real life <laughs> yeah. it is funny because it's like they are reacting to it the whole time like it's a game and then they think it's real and then it's still a game so then they're like oh my god and then yeah. it's actually real again so then they're still kind of having fun with it it's like yeah. they don't even know it's real it's what it's what makes it work it's so good yeah, it's like she drops the fire extinguisher on michael c hall jason bateman's like are you okay she's like yeah i'm okay i just watched someone die but i'm, I'm okay yeah <laughs> it's just so funny like i like everything that you would think would be like a traumatizing sequence from this movie is like all the gun removal or like even that like <laughs> someone dying getting sucked into fucking like jet engine which does not sound like a fun way to go it's like everything's just funny there's no like serious bullshit or trauma or anything else. Like the yeah. like most serious thing in this movie is them wanting to have a kid. Yeah. Or her wanting to have kids, him not. And then by the end realizing, yes, I do. Yeah. It is just so good. And then the movie, I think, wraps up perfectly where they play another game. We the first thing we see is is him proposing to her while playing charades or playing Pictionary or whatever. Well, the first thing you see is Gary's drawing, which I have to shout out because it's like they're like, what is this? And it's like it's, it's a green, green mile. mile. <laughs> it's like, this is I me at the cinema crying while watching the green mile <laughs> as i expected everyone who watched the green mile cried throughout the whole film which if How you've never seen it is true <laughs> i mean now i would know but it's like yeah just the crying i will say i did cry throughout that whole movie but like oh, not green in mile. that way green mile is a is a is a heart tugger oh yeah but yeah, yeah then it ends with the whole um pregnancy announcement which is just cute bun in the oven so bun again, in the oven some cute full circle bullshit <laughs> there'll probably be another sequel if we don't get one soon like in 10 years right they'll have kids yeah. and it'll be a thing Maybe. it'll be it'll be one of those things where like it goes on a streaming service and it's the most streamed thing that's ever been on the service and they're like let's do a exclusive sequel on our streaming a limited service. series please yeah. don't please don't but i think there should be more movies about game nights because like i know we have movies about games like that's mm -hmm. a big thing right now but like the act of like playing the games is kind of the best part and like yeah. the whole friends and like getting together being competitive but also having fun it's just there's a lot of fun things you can do with that and i like it like i i mean i love clue the movie is so good such mm -hmm. a fun movie and it has a similar vibe but it's like I enjoy the idea that they're playing all these different games. It's not just about one game or like one company's product. It's literally like how much fun it is to play game night, which is just that's the ultimate thing of games. That's what we care about. This this is the blueprint that Mattel needs to take on mm -hmm. all of their other movies that they're, they're making because to. of the success of Barbies. Like, hey, let's this movie is maybe one of the most creative comedy movies ever made. Mm hmm that's about playing games maybe let's try and do something like this but no. they're not going to they're but this go, is what they should do we like, need a monopoly movie we need a guess who we need jenga the movie we need hot potato the movie it's like that's too much okay there's no reason that but i bet you it will be a fucking thing one day someone will be making it someone's pitching it right now probably i oh, hope yeah. to god not but like these guys i'll i would say this writer director team which i would like to shout out since i've 
said that so many times, but I actually John, have not mentioned John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein. Yes, both of them. I will watch anything that they do. I love them. Their style, they've got great visual style and they're really good at writing. So Yeah, I mean, I was not the the I enjoyed Dungeons and Dragons, not nearly as much as this, but like I'm still a big fan of their work. Also, they, they did, I think they wrote and did uh, horrible bosses, which mm -hmm. are great. So funny. That's what I'm saying. Their movies, like, they're just some of the funniest guys, I think, right now. Anything yeah. that they do, I'm just laughing the whole time. It's hard to pick my favorite quote because there's too many. I'm, I am all here for creativity, and this movie is nothing short of creative. So, yeah, exactly. Like, this is a. This is a movie that like if you go into a comedy movie and you're like, I'm, I, I want to see the things I normally see in a comedy movie. Maybe this won't be the movie for you. But like if you're if you just like movies that are a ride, if they're a roller coaster, if you're like, I don't know what's going on. This is this is the movie for you. And that's why I love it so much. It's it's I think it's it's in it's in my top five. It's a it's an all timer for me. I agree. I mean, just after rewatching it now a few times, I'm like, this is just going to be a regular in the rotation because it's just a feel good. It's fucking funny. And I could, it's like when we talked about Bridesmaids, like, I don't know how to pick my favorite part because there's too many. Everything's my favorite part. The whole yeah. movie is my favorite part. <laughs> yeah. No bad parts. No, this movie is just perfect film. Just like we said in the opener, we've taken a lot of detours, but we're back hitting the same point. It's cute, full circle bullshit. We did it. The game is over. And we won. I think we won, at least. I mean, we definitely won. I think there's no way to not win. Or, yeah, there's no way to not win with game night. Yeah, everyone's Everybody wins. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect oh. film. <laughs> no notes. Well... Uh, next week, we are revisiting a movie. Well, you're revisiting my first time watching a movie that came out last year. And we've talked about it a little bit in our in our Glass Onion ah, episode. Yeah. We're talking about Death on the Nile. The uh, sequel. Ke yeah, Kenneth Branagh. Uh, murder mystery Poirot Poirot I can't say his fucking name with the fucking accent like he does so I'll insert a soundbite but he's so I just love his his detective and I think that like that's why I love these movies a lot like Murder on the Orient Express I really love I just think his his detective character is very like he just nails it and that's really all I need in these movies is to really like the detective and I think Death in the Nile is not as good but I'm curious to see what you think. And the third one is coming out right like next week. So yeah. And it's diving into horror movies. Yeah. A haunting in Venice is what it's called. Mm -hmm. And it has one of our faves, Michelle Yeoh. So I'm kind of thinking I might need to go see this in theaters. I don't know. You know, I'm was not really a big fan of murder on the Orient Express, but man's got an all-timer mustache and he i does. Can very much appreciate that so i'm gonna revisit i'm gonna revisit murder on the orient and then uh then watch death on the nile for the first time awesome i love this i love this for you and i also they're both streaming on hulu so you can do a nice little double feature there boom well uh in other places like YouTube, we are also going through the Saw movies. And we're, mm -hmm. We just kicked off the first one. Uh, so yeah, if you're interested in revisiting those, they're all on Peacock and then you can listen to us rehash all that because it's, it's a lot. Yeah, we're, uh, we're doing it all just because Saw 10 comes out, um, I think end of September, early October. So we're just it's time for a fucking rewatch and that's our next <laughs> series we're doing and it's gonna be rough but we're gonna have fun i think so join us over there on the youtube <laughs> well take care and we will see you next week on the regular exclusive podcast don't forget to like and subscribe we're out here <laughs>